let me just go for it tonight. I've got limited time tonight. You know, if you use a navigator, you rely on it to take you to a destination. You put in your address and you follow all the instructions. It says turn left, turn right. If you end up where you don't want to go, you've just put in Kingston and you find yourself in God forsaken East London. So why do you say those things? Now I have your attention, right? Something is wrong with your navigation. Your navigation has lied to you. So I keenly observe Christians. Keenly like. The, the first test is. You see. Some of the things they have to say about you. Because your test is the first test. You see a Christian worshipping God. Praying and he looks at you, he looks at the, at the pity, he looks at the stagnation, and says, these people are evil. First, you're thinking, you know you. Where did he get evil from? Is that too deep? Then you know there's something wrong with the God they are following. Because, let's say the world suspects you, they don't have the Holy Spirit. It's like, I've seen parents, I mean, I've seen amazing parents, lovely parents who love God, who love the work, and there are many. But I've seen parents report spiritual work to Kana men. A chief just called from Nigeria to talk about spiritual work, but this guy is a Christian. So you report to an unbeliever a spiritual work. Again, so we're piling up facts to know their God is not true. Their navigation system called religion ends you up elsewhere. And don't trust that navigation to take you to heaven. You'll wake up after dying to realize you're in hell. You should have believed Muhammad all your life. It's wrong because I'm looking keenly at the navigation system I realize why believers quickly switch you off because it's like it's taking them where they don't want to go and when they get to a certain age they switch off that navigator because they're not trusting where it's taking them so you see all the things that we've believed all our lives most of it Something is wrong. I'm telling you now. The more I grow, the more I realize that something is definitely not right. And why the next generation is not embracing this gospel. So I said to somebody, you, your pastor is so, so, so age. is hold. You understand hold. Well, you thought by old I meant an abuse no the word old means outdated this paroling around the earth and doing crusade is outdated he said oh, but, but that's still an abuse in court 
No, you don't understand the word dated. It means at the time it was effective. It's dated. It's gone. Thank you for playing that song. Because they were rushing that too long. I think the temple you were coming from. So, it's dated. It's gone. Another word to use to define this is it's ineffective. That tool no longer works. I want you to think of, and not as if you should know, you'll be lucky not to know the older men of God that we know. Dated. I want you to think of them in the next 10 years preaching to your kids. It's crazy, right? It looks weird. Because when he finished speaking, the guy said, no, where's your handkerchief? Your kids mate are creating metaverse. Someone wants to anoint clothes for you. So it's dated. It's mental. Already now it is. It's just that there are too many mental people in the world hiding on the religion. Most people who practice religion are mentally challenged. I'm telling you now. You may think mental health is an abuse. It's not. It's a situation. It's real. Because the expectation of change by repeating the same thing is insanity. And if we're going to use Africa as a real example, then I need to say no more. Why is this important tonight? Spirituality, meaning true to yourself, makes you find the word. The Bible is actually interesting. It just depends on what eyes and whose eyes you're reading it with. If you read with the right eyes, you'll see the whole universe in it. And I'm not by any means saying the Bible is whole. I'm just saying it's enough. Because there's just so much. So tonight, oh, the whole summary of our journey as Spark Nation is redefining words. Words are so powerful that I hope you know that Adam did not name a parrot a parrot. He spoke in God's language, his language at the time, the attitude of a parrot. And when English came, just few years, relative, few years ago, when English came, he called it a parrot. Because he can look at the word Adam used and look at the attribute. Hey, listen, in relation to today, it's a parrot because the word for today is English, right? The language, the common language is English or French. So in order to name things, in order to be relevant for time, you have to understand the original language, the intention, the thought of the person who named it. When you understand the thought of the person who made it, then what do you do? You put the thought in today's language. 
so that you don't become dated how does it renew your youth like the ego you look at today's language but you have to understand the thought of the namer when you understand the thought of the namer you understand what to call them today why does things or why do things get dated because you keep the word name of your original creator without translating it to today it becomes dated and we cannot understand it now if you've ever read aramic before you will see why this language jesus are not as popular as english anymore they are not easy to read mm -hmm. the more time advances men break down things the whole essence of life and advancement progression of humanity is to make things simpler the gospel is to make things simpler therefore because all man has been doing since he was created is to make things easier and easier before now if you want to communicate with somebody you travel hoping that you meet them at home then you knock. Now you don't have to travel. Man is consistently, progressively, constantly making things easier. Now what are you supposed to do to make the world easier? But you see, for Christians and Christianity, which I am believing, and I'm beginning to have the boldness to say, your God, mine, is not the same. I think there's a problem somewhere. So can I tell you something this afternoon? or evening, morning, wherever you're watching from. And then we'll sing that song, yeah? The word sin. Sin. Because we're going to talk about sin today. Sin means to not eat target. When you get back home, I challenge you to do your research. Sin means to be off target. So not fulfill. So there was two offerings when it comes to atonement. There is sin offering, then there is mistake offering. Those are two different things. When you begin to look keenly into the word, you understand why religion does not work. But will religion be preserved? It will be because we all have to come under a title. So I'm not naive to think that this campaign will then erase religion. There are places we'll get to when they say, are you religious? Say yes. So don't think I'm an hypocrite. I'm not. The world understands one or two things. But when we come to our own carcass, we discuss truth. Now you can't go out and go to the rooftop and say, I hate religion. It doesn't make sense. It won't work. You understand? We live in a circular world where religion has also become a law. Mm -hmm. Are you sure you're ready? So we want to look at the law of life in Christ Jesus tonight. The freedom of the believer. Freedom does not live to a lascivious life. Freedom just takes you out of a certain law into another. It frees you from a law because of the acceptance you've given to another law. 
so that when you are under the other law, you cannot be under the other law. There is no merging of law. So do not think that my thought and my teachings to you about law is to make you obey the law that is dated. It's to make you not break it, but go around it and go above it. To understand the limitlessness of your life because what sin does is to bring limit. Let me give you an example for what I said about off target. The Bible describes a, an archery guy. The Bible says that these guys were so good. I think it's first king. Uh, because I wanted to replace that word with something. Example. They were slingers. In that, that tribe was the tribe of slingers. They were shooters. Judges chapter 20. I think verse 16. They were so good with their weapons. Yes, sir. Tell me. Judges 20 verse 16. This is not part of the plan, but yeah, this is fine. Meaning this scripture, but fine. Among all these soldiers. Among all these people were 700 select men who were left-handed. Everyone. Each, 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 so that I can. Uh, they're changing this thing. Uh, okay. Everyone could slink a stone at hair breadth and not sin. So if the original word was writing it, this is what it's saying. And not commit sin. They, they can target hair breadth and not miss target. So when God looks at the church today, and he sees the gifted people, he sees sinners because they mistarget the whole essence of the anointing. The whole essence of prosperity in the church's souls. So then I'm thinking to God and thinking to myself, why do they sin therefore? Why do they mistarget you? Because they take their eyes off target. They take their eyes off souls. And all of a sudden, have you seen those who do healing? Who do they heal? Prime Minister? No. When the Prime Minister was sick, we were watching it live. He went to hospital, recovered and went back home. Who do they heal? Themselves. You are not the target. You are not preaching to the converted. There's a world out there dying. That's the target. When you take your eyes off that target, you begin to look at you. Hope dealer's target is not to impress me. Their target is not to sin. Their target is the world, the Jew world. If they keep their eyes on it, they become without sin. You see, David made a lot of mistakes and God commanded an offering for the there's an offering there's an atonement called the mistake offering because we are human that mistake offering remains the Catholics ask for uh, the money they ask for for penance yeah when they ask for that it's mistake offering mistake is I don't want to give you an example of mistake because I'm talking to very dynamic young people now then you start saying it's a mistake it's not sin so you see because of your tendencies you won't know that truth tonight so I'll leave it so for God 
and I'm thinking about God as like think about your workplace your insurance company as a target how do I say this well take it as you take it if you go hell you go hell um, if you go out yesterday and got drunk it's none of their business their first business is not your drunkenness it's their target they are not after your coordination of life yes your coordination of life will help your target enhance it not getting drunk will enhance your meeting your target but that's your business if you can reach target your workplace needs you uh, poor people in their workplace are people that are just employed to be there so they have daily repetition of stuff but when you get high up there there's a target that's why we've got to tell our generals we've got to tell our family heads you have a target target is target when we speak to up dealers they have a target and outside of that target they sin Because if God is going to judge us and stop us based on our mistakes, we will not, not all get anywhere. Because Jesus emphasized the matter of mistakes so much so that he said your hardware don't even need to do it. Once your software does it, you're already messed up. So if you're relying on that to save you, you're messed up every minute. How many of you have sinned with your hearts today? Let me see your hands up on YouTube if you've sinned today in your heart. You committed fornication today just after the worship started and the fact that I'm saying it now is even more than you're thinking of the mind is so powerful so don't think we don't know it doesn't work that way because if you think it works that way you start looking at yourself and say is it just me like because the next person always looks earlier than you right <laughs> they are just as bad and Jesus had to present the offering the atonement for those things well you see the atonement for target you can't repent out of it imagine going to your boss at work and saying I and you knelt down very humble guy you knelt down you start trolling which you call tears you say I'm just sorry my target for the last one year I've not met it and for the next one year I'm not even sure but your mercy and when all else fades the boss looks at you the only atonement the only atonement for that is what? sack because it's a target it's not an error it's a target the kingdom runs on it so replacement <laughs> is the only atonement so you see when people like Solomon missed it is that this guy had too many women that took his eyes off the target it's a distraction God did not have problem with the women 
there was no law against that in the testament in that testament so it's that's not the issue so when we tell people like look instead of it's not what you do it's what you do it with it's what you do it with the bible says that these women lord the out of solomon to their gods God was the target for Solomon. The covenant of the house of David was sure, everlasting, passing it down from generation to generation. You see, David's issue was not the fact that he met with Bathsheba. God actually said to David, show the prophet nothing. He said, if you have wanted more women, I would have given you. There was no law against that in that testament. I, I didn't before pastors get angry please you need to be telling pastors read the bible drop the Quran, read the bible okay most pastors bible is formed by them it's in their head not heart head so that was not the issue it's the distraction of target because of target is off balance sing this song so that we can preach when the sunlight breaks and the day uh, 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 from the start please take your time it's fine Imagine, I, I used to be a church boy, right? Grew up at home with my dad. We had to go to church. We didn't have choice. There are many things set. And those things are lifesavers because they give you they gave you caution. And I cautiously use the word caution. They gave you caution at certain points in your life. So they were good. But they are not spiritual. They are moral. They are fine. So they were also imposed on us. Not necessarily outside of our the boundaries of our will because we didn't have much will because we didn't know more 
at some point we rebelled because we're starting to understand that we, we don't want to do it. Not that we don't need to do it. We don't want to do it. Anyone remembers night vigil? Night vigil is not necessary. But at some point in our life, because it was imposed, and we don't know. So who knows if we have to do it or not. But we were not given the choice to know if we can do it or not. And not every one of us started rebelling at the age of eight like PK. We're so afraid. And there were consequences for not doing certain things. For example, when I was growing up, if you listen to fella, you're going to hell. Then if you listen, anything you listen to, if it's not, if it doesn't have Jesus, 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 you, it is not just that you're bad, you're, 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 <laughs> you're going to hell. Uh, maybe some of you still believe that, you know, but I've told you before, if everyone like that is in hell, hell is beginning to look like a vibe. I said that someone said, wait till you get there, we'll not be funny anymore. I said, but it's funny now, I'll enjoy the moment. Didn't Jesus say, do not care about your future? Um, if that's far-fetched, then you still believe that, you know. What about if you as a woman come to church with your hair open, without scarf? Because it's part of the law. God hates you, according to them, if you don't cover your hair. But then I begin to ask them now, what about now that we use wigs? Somehow the pastor still find a problem with that. Mm, but mm, no. What you mean? No, it's weak. It's not my hair. It's like God didn't see weak coming. <laughs> God didn't see weak coming. But Satan sees it. But Satan just said, yeah, no problem. But it's not a hair. He said, but he said, if the head is open, the head includes all of this. So the only person that is right is the teenage mountain ninja tortoise. You know who I mean by that. They are everywhere. So they are right then. Because the whole head. But I said, no, fella. I thought fella was fighting for the nation. Jesus' people were sitting to take from the nation. Anyways, whatever. I want to show you the flaws of the law. Yet it's powerful. So the hair, so there were many things imposed on us. Oh, you don't even want to talk about alcohol. Huh? Alcohol? A child of God? But the problem is the pastor doesn't drink, but he's active. He beats his wife. Like, and he's not drinking yet. Maybe he actually needs alcohol to chill. So he's taking out the anger of everything. And I don't even want to get deeper into the stuff because it, it will go vulgar. It's going to be mad. But meaning what people do because they miss something that they shouldn't have missed. So that's my background as a child, right? And I was a child evangelist. 
growing up now, I realize there's nothing called child evangelism because you don't know whatever the hell you're talking about. You don't know what you're saying. It doesn't mean anything. It, hey, it doesn't mean anything. It's good for extracurriculum activities. After school club. It's fine. You don't know what you're saying. If you're really going to end up to be an evangelist, a servant of God, sin must test you because it's in this realm. So anyway, I grew up like that. And then, fast forward, I've done everything I was told from home not to do. I make sure I did it to the extreme. And when I did, I discovered progressively that nothing would, nothing happened. I'm just being honest, as in everything. I don't want to start mentioning so that you don't say you have to go do it. Like we're pushing the boundary of ministry, now I push the boundary of everything. Push the boundary to the core. And if you were a child evangelist and have a, an acute mind for scriptures like me, then you know there's no pastor that could convince me anymore because I just look at them and know you're talking rubbish. Even in religious deceit, you're not a good deceiver. <laughs> you're talking nonsense because I knew the Bible. So you all know the story. You've been here. So now I feel a call to spirituality. And I, the way we were, we know prayer then, you know, prayer is like you kneel down, you start chatting. Prayer, you have to kneel down. You don't have to kneel down, okay? Because <laughs> God is not bothered about your posture. Oh, yeah, let me remind you of another law. There used to be a problem that said you, you are praying with your hand in your pocket. Say, <laughs> so, no. This generation, what they say, you know, it's some time in memorial we've always been hearing. What has Christianity come to? Like, I heard it when I was 20, 15. Like, it's just the same today. What has this Christianity come to? It's just like a repeated word in the mouth of people. 20 years ago, what has it come to? 20 years now, I don't get it. It's just maybe that's what it is. If you said, these people, this, this young generation. They are praying with their hands in their pockets. Can you imagine? Imagine God looks down and says, ah, because the, the, no, the cloth they used to wear has no pocket. And God looks down and says, ah, ah, your hand in your pocket. Say, God, there was no pocket when you wrote the law. Is it that you're clocking this thing as we go? You're making things up. There wasn't pocket, it's a garment. Why all of a sudden is a pocket this problematic? Why? One day, one of our leaders came back from church. I've told you this before. and said this, his heart is broken. I said, wow, what happened in church? He said, I saw something terrible in church today. And we have to correct it in the body of Christ. Yeah. I said, wow. Evil must have happened. I thought people were sleeping with each other in church. Because I'm thinking, what could have... 
happened in a church where it's just dead old people? Well, what would have happened? The worst is the deacon and the deaconess decided to yield to um, mortal cravings right in the middle of the service. Otherwise, yeah, otherwise, what happened? Because this guy was so broken. It's like, so imagine, I'm just imagining what could happen. He said, somebody, somebody, a Christian, put money in the offering basket with their left hand. Say that's that's so evil. The Antichrist came to your church today. I didn't know the left hand was wrong. Um, if that's strange to you, it's because in our culture, in our culture, you don't give so, an elderly person something with a left hand. If you are poor, hey, if you are poor. If you are rich, you see the most freaking elderly person in your family, you put your hands left and you give him money. You say, take it. Especially if he's not born again, he's not lived right, you throw it to him to pick on the floor and he will pick it and prostrate. Cultures are for poor, the poor. Imagine you're giving someone money, your own money, is educating you on what hand to use. Say, so go and die of, of hunger. It's culture, but somehow, yeah, this guy who preach and leads his church has made culture his spirituality. In real life. So you, you can imagine how long it took us, people like me who grew up in that culture, to take it out of our mind, especially when we meet another culture that it's okay to use your hand. You, you don't understand. It's not totally gone from me. So when I say these things, when I do these things, I'm intentionally rebelling so that my mind can be rewired to sanity. Because you can't. I'm your elder. Don't give me, don't give me that water with left hand. But when this old fool wants to take money, he doesn't mind. But if you are the errand boy, he, he just thinks respect. Respect is demanded from the poor. I read scriptures to you about the poor, and I hope you had time to read Proverbs 19. The Bible says that the poor man, even if he said the poor man has no relatives. You see those of you carrying your relative, oh, my brother, oh, I just, my mom. When, when poverty hits you, like, <laughs> like Nigerian train, yeah, hits you mad, you will realize that what you call mother and father is not really that. When prosperity hits you, you will realize that they don't care if you go back or not. They've always loved it. And in their head, they've always prayed for you to be there. It's nothing. It's just prosperity. Anyways. Um, what was I saying again? Huh? Aha. He said he has no relative. He said not to talk of friends. 
said not to talk of friends. He said, a poor man, even if he beseech, if he reaches out to people and beg them, he said, yet it will be ignored. Please just read it for the sake of, of this, please. This is a complete off-target scene, but I'll come back to target. The poor are shunned by all their relatives. How much more do their friends avoid them? You see, what their friends is, is coming against. It's going to ask for stuff. I can't, I can't do this. He avoids. That's why you have many missed calls to the person. Stop calling. He's just saying, I don't know what he will ask for this time. Yeah. So, let every pastor that's preached poverty or had the demeanor of it in their church, they're coming now to ask, please make us prosper. They have church relatives that are still meandering and wandering around the desert. Let me tell you something, because you know why this is important to say? If you all of a sudden begin to focus on something, you begin to attract it. Words set focus. Words set us where we should look. Instruction is just the giving of focus. So when we say to someone, um, preach, I'm Pastor COD. Excuse me, I'm not expecting that it will become billionaire from there, but I expect him to become billionaire by focusing. Otherwise, his mind will look for many things to do and it will miss target. That will be sin. Say, go to school. I'm just saying, I'm sorry, sir. Oh, man. I won't see you outside of the last instruction. Even if you become bigger than the school you were instructed to go to, you still sin. You are off target. Because every other thing you pursue outside of target is for you. Every other thing you pursue in target is for nations. That's the problem of Adam and Eve. Their target was to replenish the earth, obey the laws of God. They went off target because they felt that they can cover their own nakedness. You go off target, eyes off the ball because you're thinking of you. When you start thinking of you, the opinion on internet, the opinion of people you know begins to matter and it only leads you to sin. Off target. Chahit. C-H-A-I-T. Sin. But let me, let's finish this. So, focus. Instruction is focus. Thank you, Livingston. Instruction is the redirection of focus. When we come back to the word, when we do word every day, every week, it's just setting focus. I'm not going to preach to you about sin or you coming short or not coming short. Expecting that as young men you live a perfect life, that that would be naive of me. I think there will be faults, but how do I know this is not fault? Because you are still in target. So when we've asked people, can you go do Bitcoin, do X, Y, Z? Then they go off target, even though they look more important. They sin. There's a problem. Your eyes is off the ball. That's the sin. I'm. I'm Against, not the fact that, again, let me not go into that, but look at this. So, focus brings the blessing, the manifestation of the blessing. Otherwise, the way the mind is configured, you'll have so much confusion about many things to do. There are always many things to do in this world, yet you'll do nothing. Many things. I want to become a doctor, 
You want to become this instruction when you meet your father or you meet your instructor. All he's just saying is go do X, Y, Z or just X. It doesn't have to look glamorous to you because at that point, you sacrifice you for nations. That's the only time you can have dominion. So why do we read scriptures like this? Why do we talk about money, resources? To set focus, to tell the nation family right now, our focus is in that direction. What do other people feel about it? How can that matter more than you being prosperous? How? When that matters, so imagine our predecessors have always lived in sin. You know why? Focus is always out and you see, as our parents are most of them, they don't mind right now to use you to sin. Meaning, you see the feeling of their friends and associates about what you should be now? It matters to them more than what God created you for. So, having sinned, they will, they will progress with generational sin. They will then use you for the next generation's sin. Because their friend's daughter got married, you should be married so that they can, be feel, can feel well. You should have kids and job now so that they can feel well. It's a continuous system. It is driven by the fuel of emotion. So Jesus looked at his disciple and said, if you will be my disciple, these things must be out of your life. Otherwise, you cannot follow me. It will not work. Simple. Anyways, we'll deal with that some other time. How much more do their friends avoid them? Though the poor pursue them with pleading. Did you see how poor pursue them? He said, though the poor pursue them with pleading. I beg now, I beg now. Begging will never make a millionaire. If you're a beggar, you already know giving money just for sustenance. <laughs> Do you invest with a beggar? You just look at someone always begging you for money. Uh, we have before. It goes to waste. He's a beggar. You don't invest with a beggar. You give them food for today because you see their mindset is already used to begging. So if you see a national begging for clothes, you know that's not royalty. If you meet a national, if they have one cloth, the way they wear it, they own it. They are not beggars. They're not trying to, a national calling, give me your shoe, give me your designer shoe. You know this is not part of us. It's not one of us. It's a beggar. If you give him clothes today, we'll still beg for tomorrow. So you keep use clothes for those ones. Say beggar. Uh -huh. That doesn't mean you don't give clothes, but you don't give it to beggars. You give some to beggars. There's fatherhood, then there's begging. You know begging. You know it. You, you were born in this country. You were born in your head. So you know begging. Let's not pretend. Those of you in Nigeria, don't look at London kids and think they are free. For, they, they know begging. They know it. Don't let them bamboozle you with something. It's not true. It's struggling. Struggling mad. Even though the poor pursue them with pleading, where are they to be found? 
they are nowhere to be found. <laughs> you don't understand. Let me tell you something about prospering, right? No, never mind. Let's go back so that I don't miss target. Don't worry. We will deal with it one day. Tell me. NKJ visa. Tell me. All the brothers of the poor hate him. <laughs> this is from the Bible, though. Because I don't understand why, why people would say that's partnership people. They just have wealth. Let, let, someone was telling me to, um, yesterday, was it you, Pastor Nikki? Oh, the mom, the mom. I mean, no, not Pastor Nikki. Oh, never mind. The mom said, oh, we, you, oh, you, you, you're avoiding us because we are not rich. So that's low, though. You see these people you're telling me to respect? That's low. You can't call your mom and she says, um, you know, uh, yeah, you don't have time for us because we, we are not rich. That's bitter. That's childish. That's petty. Like, the child is the mom. That's petty. And I don't know why you ask me. You must respect your... You, let me... T focus, focus, focus. Elders should not speak like that. Elders should speak with grace affirmation for their own child elders should be the number one fan of their child they should carry them with grace and honor pride and power that's how elders speak don't respect emotion generational poverty is fueled by emotions if, if poverty is going to leave your parent or averageness or grandfather to parent to you, it's going to be fueled by your attachment. The moment you detach, you become powerful and then you will attach everybody back. There's nobody on earth that can say you should not be a blessing to your parent. It will be completely absorbed on irrelevant person that will think that. But in order for you to be a blessing to, you must be detached from see I see a pastor teaching because people just give you what you want and I understand that's the way the world works like people were expecting Reggie H would go to Spark and say some bad news this will go nothing happened until Smart Panorama picked and said just give them what they want because that's what they want and that's the way the world works but you see Every of those programs, the way we will hurt them will be hurtful. And those who have been on it, that's the way the world works. It's not forgiveness or forgiveness we've done. Forgetting, no. So you get to a place of authority where you can now use your own authority. Until then, you keep walking. Or you can sit and be bitter. No, the word just is whoever has power uses it. Simple. There's no fight. 
all God's enemy will be taken out. Every one of them. Until they posture and you put your leg on their neck. It's not pride. It is what it is. That's the way the world works. Sorry. Oh yeah, let's finish this now. Let me just focus. Ah, I need to focus. Tell me. How much more do his friends go All the brothers of the poor hate him. Your brothers hate you. If you have not manifested it, it's because you are all poor. For now. See the moment you begin to look like you are prospering. You're just looking like. Don't they start saying, ah, you, we are not you. <laughs> you know, you're the, you start hearing nonsense. Whereas all other community hate whoever is prospering among them and stay around. Black man is so cursed. You will be messed up not to agree with that and to walk against it. How much more? Do his friends go far from him? Do you see the word go far? They want to have nothing to do with him. Have you seen those who grew up in Peckham or Beckton or whatever area we were hustling with you? Do you see what they do when they have little change? Where do they go? Far away from that community. Which is a fair thing to do. He may pursue them with words. Yet they abandon him. Uh-huh. Living Bible, sir. Tell me. A poor man's if own... reading translation, we will lose focus, but it's all right. We have time. A poor man's own brothers turn away from him in embarrassment. It is not spark or whatever that makes your parent turn away. It's poverty. If you have... You think parents care about morals? Most pastors' kids are now actors or musicians. They can smoke weed in the public. And that's, well, you know, it's, it's um, craft. But when we were young, you people, your eyes were, your eyeballs were like this, out. Ah, those guys smoke, those guys drink. But it's not fine. The hypocritic world we're living, it's fine now. It's all right. Because it's bringing bread home. So you're focusing on the right, the wrong thing. Don't focus to be accepted. Just prosper. That's all. But we've got to set it God's way tonight. It's about to turn and I haven't started preaching. We're laying foundations. Let's see where this takes us. Tell me. A poor man's own brothers turn away from him in embarrassment. How much more his friends. He calls after them, but they are gone. <laughs> Many miss call. Means they are gone. Succeed and you will see them reopen their line for you. You just see a text. Hello. They've seen something in the news. I know it. You know, you, you've just seen something. Say, hi, how are you? You know, ah, it's just seen an Instagram or blog. Something is going. You know. And you see, don't, don't hate that. It's the way it is. Don't, don't, don't start saying, ah, this world, these people. It is what it is. You do the same. Have you ever seen someone prospering before? You remember and say, ah, I've forgotten this. And you greeted them. It, it is what it is. You do it. 
So be careful when you say, keep it real, bro. Real, 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 real. <laughs> they are not rich. When prosperity gets to a place, you know there's nothing that you're going to keep real. Apart from the people you prospered with, your family. It's the only real family. That's all. Tell me. Good news, sir. Okay. She won't let me preach tonight. This, I hope you know this is not my preaching, right? But it's going, it's ticking against your time, so I don't care. Tell me. Even the relatives of a poor person have no use for him. Oh, that's deep. That's deep. <laughs> that's, that's deep. But to be honest, the Bible says they have, I'm just still reading the Bible. You know, this is not even Spark Nation philosophy. And you do know that rich is not just money. It said it here, use, like, what's this person for? Check your phone and see. I think Pastor Sam was preaching it this week. Anytime I see Lloyd's number, I just think, oh, church stuff. I'm going to have to. So I can't pretend not to see it because I'm supposed to be the leading pastor and I'm supposed to be listening to the word. But I want to watch a movie. And I see that thing coming, Lloyd. I know it's the link for their service or their church program. So yesterday I said, ah, but there's no laptop um, link. It's private like because my phone would have to shut down and I don't want to hear preaching. So I logged in for two minutes, heard it, and said, hmm. I've trained him well by. That's my job. God knows I've done my best. Speak to them. Preach it. Preach it means I'm going. I'm not going to obey anything you're saying, but preach it. <laughs> Mad people. <laughs> preach it. Yeah, right. <laughs> preach it, my foot. Tell them. Tell them. And the service I still say, what do you mean tell them? You think I'm here to... What? what, what? Get out of this church, man. <laughs> Even the relatives of the poor have no use for him. Uh, no wonder he has no friends. No matter how hard he tries, he cannot win any. Keep winning souls without bread. Start on the street and be telling them, hell is, you know, be singing, hell is coming, repent. You won't win them. You're just embarrassed. So you see them say, no, no, I'm, I'm fine. It's not, they are not insulting God. It's not about God. It's you. Uh, people have seen preaching on this. And I just have to walk away or just hide like, don't, don't. This is where we begin to deny Christ. That's, that's what Peter did, guys. But anyways. Yeah, let's keep it moving. Let's go into the word now. Disregard everything I've said. I'm just playing. If you're a newcomer, I'm just playing with the family. But it's true. Look at this scripture. And I want you to think with me tonight. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. So I'm not going to try to dive deep. Start from five verses before this scripture. I'm talking about the law of life. But, oh yeah, I was telling you a story. So, Years after now, I rebelled against everything I was thought. And I knelt down to pray, right? And I said, God, you know, I feel my heart calling me towards something. But I, I can't stop smoking weed. 
can do. At that point, I simply, maybe I've not told you this deep, I simply can't find a way out of it. In my head and with all I know, there is no way. Because this is something I've done for years. And unlike many, I wasn't a failure. I was never on the street looking haggard. I didn't finish smoking with and carried knife and say, I didn't. If anything, I sat in my law class and I was better than the born again Christian. As in, you see on exam day, have you seen the born again Christians? This is why you should not fall on exam day. They are spying at your paper. <laughs> Move in there and say, what did he say? I'm thinking, you want to be my conscience? I've just finished smoking and done all wrong. You can't even, you, <laughs> you, you don't even have one answer, as in you're just zero. So what do I, I just open and say, copy, I don't care. It's a born again girl. She goes to church. So, but you see why, why she couldn't or he couldn't convert me? It has no use for me. Why do you then see such people mingle with some of us like that in uni and one week after, the born again is smoking a bowl? Because he has use for me. In whatever state of form I took, many people just have use for. So they convert. Now, it is this born again himself going to other born again and saying, oh, you just don't know Tobio. Just come to the house. But before you know it, we're all drinking. So welcome home. How did he convert? Use for. Don't find religion or spooky religiosity. Find use. So when we talk of wealth, you may not have the greatest bank balance because that's the difference. The world still don't have use for but they, these guys always money, money oriented. And you look at him and say, your money has defined you now. It's become an addiction and you're still useless. It's useful. Because useful converts people to whatever shape you take. So let's think about sin then. So I know that actually I keep forgetting I want to tell this story. And I heard God say to me, imagine this now. Imagine me saying this in my dad's church. All hell will let loose. I don't care if you smoke. Just go do what I ask you to do. God had a target in mind. Somebody must be, has been wired in a way that can reach S. Rose. And everyone's target are thinking, if this with Ed is who we wired. We need him now to meet targets rather than him being well behaved or moral. Because those who taught us well behaved cannot reach them. But we need to use this guy to reach Sam. And everyone's time is going. They know Sam will soon be out of prison. Who would we send? Because everyone who is well behaved will not reach some. And hey, 
if they reach Sam because Sam's mom's church, his mom took him to church, they will not meet targets because the target for Sam, yeah, is that Sam must be a pastor, not a good boy. If he's a good boy, it will therefore not be useful to a pastor Haber or uh, T. Simon or D9 or every other person. But he's a good guy. In his own corner, his own shame, like the leaf Adam used to cover himself. His shame is covered. But the problem is, you see all those people that I've mentioned, they are going to waste. But you see, for that line to happen, it needed a Toby to understand that it is not your well behavior. It is your yieldedness. And what heaven is looking for is a sinless life. A life that meets targets. A free man, therefore, is a man that has embodied the complete will of God. And you ask me, how can I be you? You can't be unless you completely die and resurrect. <laughs> if that does not happen, it's impossible to enter the glorious liberty that is for the sons you have the word glorious liberty that is for the sons of God because that liberty is just a mindset that knows no limitation it's free it can do no wrong in his own mind how do I put this now God looked at David and calls him a man after his own heart the fire of God is based on targets the will of heaven, the freedom, the lawless life which is under another law. The law of freedom is a law. Tell me. Listen, I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will okay, all be you, changed. You've ignored the glorious liberty. You just For the creation was subjected to futility. Not willing. Where are you reading from? Romans 8 verse 20. Thank you. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly. But, but the will of the one who subjected it in hope. And uh -huh. KJV. Uh. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of Into corruption. The glorious liberty. Another word calls it freedom. The glorious freedom of the children of God. So I heard for the first time, I don't care if you smoke or drink whatever you do. I have a target. As I'm speaking to this generation, I need you to know that heaven is running out of time. The reason why it will come to you is because there is a target generation. God does not wait the majestic. It works according to laws and principles. It needs to use people. Next generation Christian billionaires is looking for you. So it's not looking for your behavior. On point is a sinless life. Everyone that is out of sync with the instruction of this house, go back to sync. Otherwise, we will see you as people or person or persons who have chosen to cover just their own nakedness. Because if you're coming from a generation that is naked, a a parenting that is naked, flawed, like we all do. Some of our parents are just prolific, 
useless and sinners. Some are decent, religious, prolific. It's just the same damage. It's the same thing. If daddy, anyway, let me leave that. That's my dad, maybe watch it. You know I love you. Anyways, what was I saying? They entered the freedom. So guess what? When I stood up from that prayer, I entered a freedom. I knew from there that I, can, I have the anointing to do what God wants me to do. My focus is no longer on stopping something. It's on starting something, aiming the target. And that thing dropped off and I can't even remember how. Dropped off. I, need, I didn't need to pray one day about it. Because I entered a glorious liberty. In fact, it's, just, it's as blunt as telling you that I stood up from that place knowing that even if I continue smoking, I'll still be used by it. That's just simple. Whereas what we were thought was, you stop that and come and let God use you. God says, I don't care. I won't do it that way. I have a target. You see, the way we've been taught about the kingdom is very different. It's like kingdom has no target and timing. It does. Why do I know God will make you multi-billionaires? Because up to the tail end of a generation, there has not been a group of believers that are wealthy and on fire for God. So I know time has run how. So God needs to do something. Hence why he made you you. And every wisdom that will make you you is already in the house. The only problem is people grow to think they can make themselves. At some point, God says, don't struggle with him or her. Leave him or her to be what they have to be. Otherwise, you will also take your eyes off target. You begin to call him stubborn guy, stubborn girl, da-da-da-da. And everyone is saying, yeah, that's your problem as human. We need replacement. We are running against time. Since the day God set time in motion, time does not wait for him. Did you hear that? That's how powerful that law is. I wish I can say all that I want to say tonight. But anyway, read the scripture, please. Go back to First Corinthians. Listen, I tell you a mystery. You, you remember the word mystery? I tell you a short mouth. Something that you don't discuss out of your carcass. Some people try to evangelize saying, um, what did God do on the seventh day? Because Peter has spoken about the resurrection and how God breathed into him. That's not evangelism. That's mental derangement. Because that doesn't mean anything. The guy's thinking about what um, Drew, um, Drew AJ Tracy just said. You're telling him about what uh, whoever doesn't care. It, it's not evangelism. It's just so that's why they convert you because they see that you are confused. <laughs> but when we're children, we do children's stuff. That's fine. I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. You see, in scripture for believers, they never use the word dead. It's sleep. 
Because sleep is temporary. But this is not my point tonight. We will not all sleep, but we will all be changed. Tell me. In a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. Or the trumpet will sound. The dead will be raised imperishable. Did you see how they will be raised? Hey, you didn't hear me. When they are raised from their sleep, they will become imperishable, timeless. They function at every time same. The dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. Uh -huh. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable. This is the mystery of the gospel. Listen to this. But you see, as much as we are after imperishable, perishable must come first. The perishable must put on the imperishable. The materialistic must put on the immaterial. The goal, the end, is the non-material, is the imperishable. However, there is nothing to put the imperishable on. If the perishable does not come first, when we talk about making money and wealth, it is perishable. However, it is the only way to usher in that dimension of imperishable. You're thinking, what does that have to do with everything you've been saying? I add perishable actions. The grace and the freedom of God. The law is perishable. But it comes first. Because for, the, for grace to have something to wear or to be upon, the flesh must come first. But it tells us that the flesh cannot inherit the kingdom. Number six comes before seven. Seven is the number of God, Sabbath, Sabbath God. But six is the number of Adam. Adam, the first Adam came and once God realized that this, the first Adam was created, he, he created a pathway for the last Adam to come. The first Adam was perishable. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable. We live in a perishable world. So we must have the perishable first. Then it takes on the supernatural. We have the law first. Hey, so when Lloydy tell me what's going on in King's College, in our school, as perishable as that is, it must come first. Then they can debate Pastor Toby there. Because the imperishable comes now, but it must stay. It must be one. It must be one upon a king's college. Pastor Dami must be an engineer first. In order to be a super engineer. I'm talking about the law. And now the law of life. If we don't understand the law of death, we cannot understand the law of life. Because what makes life superior is that death is manifest. Uh-huh. When death was manifest, life came. And we choose life because it's better. So the perishable is mortgage system. Then comes the imperishable, the giving system. I'll show you in a moment. Then it says from the mortal. With immortality. What will the mortal be clothed with? Immortality. 
where you're sitting tonight, you're hearing immortal words as mortal men. Hi. When you, when the immortal word kills your mortal men, it wears it. It doesn't make it vanish. So in the next life, when you see Pastor Obi, you know this is Pastor Obi. The only difference, what changes is not the shape of the body. It's the texture of it. So when we die and resurrect, wherever you guys go to, heaven or hell, whichever way God, God blesses you with, Pastor Obi's shape will not be, will not be not this shape. It's still indeed. But you see the flesh is wearing at that point will not decay. So when Indeed is a thousand years old, she'll just look like this. Whereas in the perishable, she continues to grow older and older, either she likes it or not. She's perishable. So now you understand what the word does. What I'm saying to you, the pity sitting here now is different from the one you talk to, right? You know once this guy start preaching, something changes. The, the, the mortal comes first. And when the word of the immortality begins to come, the reason why the word comes is to make you immortal. So even though our outward man continues to perish, what you produce with your life is immortal. Mm, I just remember the scripture I wanted you to read. So we take on this mortal. The reason why you were born is so that you can be born again. The reason why you are mortal is so that you can be immortal. But would we have to wait till we die to become immortal? No. Aha. Uh he -huh. said, those to whom the word comes, he said, know you know that you are gods. But what then makes them immortal? The word they live by. Not the word they heard. The law of life. Life in Christ is immortal. So the, the deeds, the things you will do will be the deeds of the immortal. The deeds that Adam did was supposed to be immortal. But the moment he got selfish, out of target, gone astray, he only had the result of mortals. The result of the immortals is because of the kind of what they are exposed to. Words program mortals or immortals. School make you mortal. However, why is school not bad? Because the mortal must come first. So depending on the area of immortal that God wants to send you to, it opens ways for you to go to um, Harvard or, or King's College or Oxford because it wants to set you on an immortal degree. But he knows for you to attain that line of immortal, you have to have the mortal. So you are not going to graduate from Harvard or King's College or Oxford and be like them. But he needs that face. Are you listening to me? The result of Optilas is like no other drill music uh, to come. But you must also, in quote, with them as mortals first and then the mortal takes over 
Because the word programs, you look at what the Bible says here. The Jews answered him saying, saying what? For a good work we do not stone you, but for blasphemy. And because you being a man, make yourself Another God. Another translation says, you being mortal, make yourself a mortal. You know that's, that's the problem that the Pharisees had with Jesus. They were saying, you, you, the miracles you're doing, we have no problem with it. But for you to equal and equate yourself with God being a man, we have a problem with that. As in, what do you think you are? Because, again, let me break that down. The problem is not that you've done miracles. Elijah did. Moses did. The problem is that you are, you're saying that you're superior to them. Imagine this man looks at them and told them one day before Abraham was, we are, I was. Then they looked at him and said, how old are you? He's immortal. The spirit is immortal. So when you're subjected to the law of this life, you are mortal because laws run the mortal atmosphere. And that's why I said in the other teaching that you must know it in order to be on the stage of not breaking it, going beyond it. The law of gravity superimposed upon by the law of speed. And you look at the right brothers and they are like immortals because they've just like broken the law God sets in place. God set those laws in place. And how did you go beyond it? So the teaching of the law is not so that you can know the old law. It's so that you can you can do better. Because you being a man, make yourself God, that's the problem we have with you because Elijah never said I'm God. Um, uh, Moses never said I'm God. Who are you? Moses parted the Red Sea. You haven't even parted the sea, but you have walked on it. He said, yeah, but that makes you like Moses. He said, no. But look at those who he called gods. Look at this. Jesus answered them, is it not written in your law? I said. You are gods. But they, he, you see what Jesus quoted back to them? He said it's in your law. It's your law. It's just that you cannot see that part of the law. He said is it not written in your law that you are gods? Uh-huh. If he called them gods to whom the word of God came. And the scripture. Cannot be broken. Those who. Those who the word came to. Everything you're hearing in spark is a word coming to you to make you immortal. So I don't care if a church preaches it or not. I said today to a pastor, I said, let me tell you something, right? Everything you guys preach, I am. It's simple. You've been telling your church about revival all this while. This, I'm revival. I don't want to tell it. I want to be it. You've been telling them about God will come down and bless you with, I am. So, in other words, what I'm saying to you is, Pastor, everything you've taught your church for the, you, you're just doing your 35 years anniversary. Everything you've told them till, for 35 years, if you see it, you don't know it. You didn't know what revival is. You don't know revival. It's standing right in front of you. The wealth you've been teaching, you don't know it. But it's standing right in front of you. It's 
said, you've been manicured yourself with God. And he said, but you're God's. Because a certain kind of word came to you. If God is speaking to you on this level, it makes you immortal with those words. If you don't believe, if you see, if the word comes to you about your giving, your family has just said, this man will give 100k. This is the question. How do you know if you are on target or not? Yeah. What is just ask you to do? Is it mortal or immortal? Is it usual or unusual? If it is pushing the boundaries, it's a, it, it's the asking of the impossibility. It's immortal. The word just came to you. Flow in that word. So I realized the attempt of the world and the media. You are begin. You were beginning to, and you still look immortal. They just want to bring you down to mortal people and say, "Explain." That's all. Now their master is behind the scene pressing the button. It's just why are you an unusual church? Why? Just be normal. Imagine your parents looking at you and say, why are you not? Yeah, I don't, I don't mind you going to church, but why this extra? It just, the, one, the, the master is behind the scene. It needs to make your motto. So I can kill you. But this is not the scripture I'm even going to. Verse 36. Do, so you, say, do you say of him who the father sanctified? And sent into the world. You are blaspheming. Because I said. I'm the son of God. Uh-huh. If I do not do the works of my father. Do not believe me. But. If I do, though you do not believe me, believe the works. That you may know. And believe that the Father is in me and I in him. Is God as a human living in another human being? No. So when he says the Father is in him, what is it? It's like a computer software programming. It's what? A time when all your action is just guided by the word you're hearing. Every single detail. It must be detailed. Every single thing. You become immortal. And then at that point, he said, Behold, I tell you a mystery that we will not all sleep. We'll all be changed. So, obviously, how can I be a pity? You will not have to sleep, even though you have to die. But you will not sleep. But you'll be changed. Hi, how do I put this now? Can someone help me with how to illustrate that? It's not going to sleep. It won't have to physically die. But it will be changed. Why? Because everything in him being evacuated. Another software replacing it. So reprogramming and programming in SoundCloud constantly. That's why I can't. You expect me to preach on Instagram. Instagram. Sitting there talking about the programming of divine nature. Pastors do that. So it's irrelevant. Say the pastor in this time. Say, let me. The, that pastor is irrelevant. This is not abuse. It's irrelevant. You understand? It's not relevant. It's programs, software. So think about God in this way. How are we going to be in the next life in heaven? Our body do not change. But all of a sudden, the same body that was decaying some years ago does not decay anymore. So what sustains this body? It's a software. The brain is a software. 
Your brain is not as big as your leg, hopefully not. So it's a software. This software is so powerful that if it's damaged, you can't even move your hand. So it's the central control system. The, it's not the fact that your leg is cut off. It's the fact that it's detached from the brain. It does every activity. Brain box. The signal point. The software. So all of a sudden, what happens in the changed life is that the software that causes decay is removed. You still look like dummy, but you're just not growing old. You're now immortal. Until you, my friends, leave the mortal realms where school and parenting programmed us into. That's why he led you into this house. What is the purpose of him leading you here to make you gods? Whom did he call gods? To those whom the word came. So you go to where Pastor Dami lives. You go to where Obi's living. Are you still moving? Uh, tomorrow. You go to where Sam lives. And immortal language or only or any of you in mortal words looking at them physically and by the programming of the word they shouldn't be there what change a software a word it's not money given to you it's a word so those of you who chase businesses without having sucked this word in for three years it will fail it doesn't matter what good idea it is even if pete is saying do it i'm only saying do it so that you can fail to learn how to sit To learn how to sit to hear the word until that software changes. Every hardware you're trying to change, I mean, to, to, to change and, and, and do well with will fail. And so everyone that hates pity is just because they sit down and say, This guy, how, why, how? Why do all these guys follow and hear him like this? Why? They are looking at physical. The software I operate by is at least a million, a million years advanced than you. You're, you're not, we're not mates. It's the word. We talk about marketing. We talk about how to put hope dealers there out more, whatever. Let me tell you, if the software is not upgraded, they are still mortal. And you see in the world of mortals... There are people that are good, you know, like they are just skillful. You just, there are some voices you hear, you just think this guy can't sing, man. The only way to supersede that law is immortality. So I won't try to supersede the law of singing because I don't have the great voice. So I don't have the mortal for it. Do you understand that? I won't try to start to rap and say, let the supernatural come and take over. It will, that would be magic. But they have the gift of mortal to rap. Yeah? They have the potential to win a Grammy. I'm not aiming to win a Grammy because it's not set up for my industry. You understand that? 
you don't preach to get Grammy. It doesn't work like that. So your day will come for Grammy. Yeah, when my album is out. Praying stupid prayer and talking rubbish. Yeah, when I release my album, I might have the chance like Bonner Boy. What are you talking about? I don't want Grammy. I don't want um, Academy Award. I don't want any of it. Because it's not my wiring. You understand? It's not a desire. But they should want it much more. Because they have the mortal gift. Now, how do they move faster? Immortality. So you see, when it says um, immortality will wear mortality, it's just saying, notice what you've got in your mortal. Because upon that, will your immortality come? Not on something else. But let's finish this tonight. Let me just stop preaching. Tell me, please. Therefore, they, Therefore. they sought again to seize him. But he no, no, no. Go back to 1 Corinthians, please. For the perishable must clothe itself with the imperishable and the mortal with immortality. Mm-hmm. When the perishable has been clothed with the imperishable what would happen? and the mortal with immortality, then, then the saying that is written will come true. Saying. Death has been swallowed up in victory. I want you to notice the word death there. Don't be afraid of death. Your, your, your parent taught you all those things. Ah, God forbid. I bind it in Jesus. I, I release it. I bind it. I pull it down. I, I, uh, I do all those things. How can you pull something down that you have no access to? To the pulling down of strongholds is because you have access to that stronghold. So if, if PK comes to me like we did, like we're doing, as these guys are the strongholds of Brixton, I sit in a dinner with them. It's at that time I can pull their stronghold down because I have access there. Christians say in their industrial park church, yeah, in this industrial park, I'm pulling, I pull down the stronghold. Something you don't have access to, how can you pull it down? It's nonsense. You believe those things, you're wasting your life. You come on YouTube and you believe preachers preaching there over the... the no, don't worry. It's not true. Nothing is going to happen. God doesn't even know you're meeting. And Satan don't know either. If your meeting is not as powerful as Satan attending, God is probably not there. If God is there, Satan is there. He will not miss it for anything. And somehow this guy has a free pass into God's presence. You know, Christians, before we get into God's presence, we do a lot. Satan just walks in. It's in your Bible. When the sons of God were gathered, Satan was there with them. In Christian world, before you get into God's presence, you do opening prayer. Then a sister comes to sing slow slow song. Then another one comes to sing fast one. Then you do another prayer. So the presence of God is now coming towards the end of the service. <laughs> Crazy. Anyways, look at this. Death has so been- I told you, not to say those things will be erased. Religion is a social movement. It is what it is. And in social movement, you do all styles. You can pray, you can sing. It's social. It doesn't make it spiritual. Death 
has been swallowed up in victory. I got into that because when we hear this, we are afraid. You can't be afraid of something that has been swallowed up. What then is death? Mortality. What then is death? I repeat, mortality. What then is mortality? Limitation. That's what death is. What then is sin? The law that empowers limitation. You didn't hear that, right? That's too much. Okay. What is sin? Because everything works on law. For limitation to be continuous, effective, powerful, it has to have a law. So you are limited because of sin. And sin is effective because of law. You are mortal because of sin. And sin is powerful because of law. Verse 55. Where, O oh death, is your victory? Where, O oh death, is your sting? 56. The sting of death is sin. Did you see that? What is the sting of death when death, limitation, eats you? What's the venom? Sin. And? And the power of sin is, is what? The law. <laughs> you don't understand that, right? The power of sin is the law. What makes sin powerful is the law. In other words, if the law does not exist, there is no sin. There is no limitation. There is no mortality. If the law is there, that's what I, that's what I gave you the example of when I was growing up in church. Now, because of all the laws they've given me, you should not drink, you should not do this, you should not do that. I did not know that I can go ahead and touch a generation because I was waiting for perfection. We did not grow youth church, youth movement in my dad's church because we were all told, you do this, right? You do this. Did you like today? Did you do this today? As they were giving us those laws, they thought they were empowering us to be good Christians. They were limiting us because the moment the law is read, sin becomes powerful limitation becomes effective I, you didn't hear me why did I now all the story I told you will make sense why was I teaching born again Christians in the law class I was free in that other life I could, I could smoke and drink my lecturer don't care if I smoke and drink it just is write that exam and see if you reach your target it will not fail me because I just drank. Huh? The law there is pass the exam. It's not don't drink. So the Mrs. Born Again carries and not drinking into the class and does not know that she's free to pass that exam. She thinks she's just free to please a God she cannot see. She's born by religion, so she's ineffective, therefore useless, therefore cannot win souls. What God taught me on my knees was, it is the exam we need you to write. It didn't read the law to me so that I can be effective. Why? Because the power of sin is the law. Why did we not take our city? Because we had too much loss. You didn't hear me. I mean, when I was growing up as a, as a pastor's kid, 
why were our churches not the ones that gathered the largest number of youth? Because my dad read law to us. As they were reading the law, they thought they were making us good boys and good girls. But what they were doing was destroying how powerful that we could be. They frowned out sin without knowing the meaning of sin. It is not so my dad, we would all say, You see that guy, he didn't make any ministry because of fornication. God says it's not the fornication, it's the law of it, the guilty carried forever. I'm just reading the Bible, and the power of sin is the law. Did you notice that all the things that we call sin, Paul did not call them sin, he calls them the work of the flesh. And he says, I want you to notice that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom. So there's a problem with flesh. But it's only empowered by law. You are free from, the, you are free from sin the day you know you are free from sin. Ah, you didn't hear me. You know the meaning of free from sin. You know it can't stop you. That's why you will stop it. I'm telling you by the word and by what I experienced. How did weed drop off me? Because now I'm free from thinking that weed can stop me from fulfilling all that God has created me from. I was all of a sudden free from it. Then I could stop it because I know it can't stop me. Oh, you didn't hear me. You didn't hear what I just said. I said that I was free from it because I no longer saw it as something. I wish I can give some examples tonight. It's just what, how you will behave after that will bother me. And that's still the law. But let me just stay under that law. I knew what God taught me was it. I'm not after you stopping the weed. Whereas where I grew up, I could have been more useful for my dad in ministry at that time. Because I was still brilliant. I still loved God. The problem was that you see sin's power. The sting of it is limitation. I just didn't feel anymore that I could do all the things that I was doing as a child evangelist. Because they've read the law to me now. And they've told me with this and this and this. You cannot. God cannot use you. So I was limited. Sad. And in my sadness, I drowned it out with drinking a lot because I'm useless to God now according to the law. I'm useless to God now or to the spirit. God will not use you, will kill you, will do this. I'm useless now to God according to the law. And sin took advantage of that. That's the whole teaching of Paul. Sin took advantage of that and told me. It was sin himself telling me, yes, you know God can use you now. because it, Sin was telling me what cannot happen anymore even when he made me trip. That's how powerful sin is. But it's not powerful by itself. It's the Lord that makes it powerful. So no matter how well-behaved you are, check well-behaved people. How many well-behaved people does God use? He won't. By experience, I know. Because you will tell yourself. Because the freedom, the glorious liberty of the freedom right now, if you have an adult Christian watching me from the kind of church I grew up in, they are quoting right away. But shall we abide in sin for law to, for to increase? They are quoting it right away because of law. But look at how ineffective you are. 
See how long you've prayed for God to use you to do this, that, that, that. Did it happen? No. How can you be practicing the same thing, hoping for different results when you're doing the same thing? The world teaches us that that's insanity. For the sting of death is sin. I didn't know that sin had to have extra power. And imagine you then find out that the power of sin is law. Tell me. The sting of death is sin. And the strength of sin is the law. The only strength he has is the law. So guess what happens? If you are free from that law, then you are free from sin's power. This is too advanced, right? Sin is death. The fear of poverty will make you poor. The fear of committing sin will make you sin. Everything you have the law for. So when I started teaching you about the law, it's because I wanted to take you to the law of life. You want to be genuinely free from sin, be free from sin. Free from the law. Knowing that it cannot hurt you. God was the one that preached the gospel to me. I didn't hear it in church. The gospel was, it is not your action, it's your heart. But your heart does not then mean that your action will always be wrong. Your heart will make your action right in its time. In other words, I'm saying be effective, not well-being. Effective first is meeting targets. And I'm not just talking about financial, I'm not even talking about financial target. I'm talking about purpose, destiny, instruction. The way the life of a person must walk, you're sent on assignment, two years, go and do X, Y, Z. You finish it and say, what's the next instruction? In, in, in mortality, they call that being subservient because they do not understand spiritual things. Now be your own man. That's how mortality works. In immortality, the law of life in Christ is discipleship. Empowered and graced because there's an assignment. Then you find unusual strength to do what you're instructed to do. Yeah? Because you're in the law of life. Do you understand that? for the love of life in Christ Jesus. We're going to round up with our scripture in a moment. I've seen, and the day will come when I will tell you the full details, not now. I've seen how to not live in a law because you live in another and produce results even though out of sync with the law of mortality. I've experienced, that's my whole story in this nation, 16, 17 years. That's my whole story. It's just out of their law, in another law, produced more, but not breaking their law. If you get what I mean. The liberty that is in Christ. So don't be afraid of mortality that had come first. But don't subject your life to it. Don't be afraid of your weaknesses too, because there's an atonement for it. It's called target. It's more powerful than your mortality then someone wakes up and says I'll now start doing all wrong things 
look, you're messed up already. It's, it's not even a debate. Even if you didn't hear me, you'll still be there. Because that means the word has not come to you. He said, know ye not that you are God's. To them whom the word had come to, the programming changes. It's immortality. Look at this scripture and I'll close. There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. This is not a scripture to just quote. It's a scripture to think. You know, we can quickly quote this. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So are you telling me that all those who are in Christ have good behavior all through? It's impossible. But it says, I want them to know that you can't be condemned. Because you switched life and address. There's therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Who do not walk according to the Did flesh. Did you see that? In other words... They do not live their life according to mortality. The, the programming, every detail of this world is what you need to search. I told one of your pastor sisters yesterday, look, I appreciate you asking me questions, but look, any question that you're asking me, I probably have given you answers in SoundCloud five years ago. Would you search that programming out? I mean, I can answer you in a moment, but I'm just saying that You'll remember more if you search out the answer yourself. We do not walk according to the flesh. So I said according to the flesh because the programming is the brain. So what happens to a believer born again is the excavation of your normal brain and the putting in of a new one that controls the system of your hardware. So you do not move according to the flesh. I want you to remember that moving according to the flesh is not just adultery and fornication and all those stuff alone. It includes faithlessness, fear, anxiety is one of is as bad. If you if adultery is bad, it's as bad. Whatever you define as adultery is as bad. It's not like well, you know, I'm fine. I'm just anxious. I'm not like him. Is a drunkard. No, he's still work of the flesh. It's from the same source. So if you want to go by the law, you are just as much of a sinner because you know people know how to filter sin. They say, no, me, I'm not like them. But you're a liar. And they say, I'm not a murderer. You might as well be. According to the law, tell me. But according to the spirit, for the law of the... You remember what the spirit is. The unseen, the programming. For, why? It tells us why. For the law. Of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus. How do I put this now? Maybe the good news translation. For the law of the spirit of life. So when you come into this world, into Christ, there's law there. But it's called the spirit of life law. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus uh -huh. has made me free from the law of sin and death. You remember the relationship between sin and death in 1 Corinthians 15, 56. What does sin do? What does law do? It gives strength to the law and uh, to sin. It's the lifeline of sin. If you're free from... So, you know, now I clock what spark is. Uh, you know, there will be many talk like that. In another year, I said, now I clock. It's progressive. The gathering of many people that are free. Why did the spirit of freedom rest on you? Because 
a PT just realized it can be free, as in I can do church anyhow. I can, we, we can go to the to to the worst club and just do church. I realized that the most funny people can invite me to a party, and I'm free to just go there and sit down as the godfather of the party, like I'm free, and I know that nothing will happen other than they come into church nothing that freedom is what brought them to church whereas in the world mortality which they would then call church say a pastor should not be there no a pastor is free so when they say should a pastor be here should a pastor wear this should a pastor wear that what I'm demonstrating is you are free you don't understand because that glorious liberty is what attracts the unbelieving, the unbelieving world. That's what appeals to them. It's your freedom. Why are they not coming? Because of your bondage. The reason why they went to the world of sin is because they felt oppressed and in bondage. But when, like me, when I got to uni, I felt free. Dad was not there. Mom was not there. Nobody was forcing me to, to, to night video. The peer pressure people, they were just free. And I love that freedom. Guess what? If your freedom is according to the spirit, like it is in this house, guess what? It will attract. Do you know the caliber of people who stop us on the street? The caliber of people who want to have meeting or dinner with us. Those who have fought on the street subdued their area came out of prison built businesses in their area became prosperous and live. now they see you and they want to say please can I just have three minutes to speak to you three minutes, five minutes for dinner please because why are they like that because they are not seeing a person who is under bondage they realize you are free but you, when they come close they see the texture of immortality this is the same way the finance world the fashion world i just clocked that on sunday morning i can wear the craziest fashion piece in the i'm just free and i realized that the church world has nothing on me nothing is gonna happen do you understand this when people are attacking spark police attack i just know nothing is gonna happen because we live in a glorious liberty so what God is saying to you tonight, don't go astray. You know what go astray? Off target. Because off target is sin. You see your physical misbehaviors, your targets will take care of it. God told me years ago, he said, go do what I ask you to do. I'll take care of that. So it dropped off what the law that I was read to, that was read to me, pardon me, the law that was read to me, in my dust church what he couldn't do from delivering me from sin the glorious liberty grace did i don't care what any other person's testimony i'm sharing mine what set me free why sam is here why his rose is here why the world will look at spark and say why would all these tough guys why hobby is here why would they follow these guys the glorious liberty the message i heard on my knee that day have you seen your celebrity in this country? Are they free? Why can they not build followership? They are not free. They are under that law. They are afraid. If I say this, this person will do this. If I say this, 
and my, my endorsement deal will be off. That is not wealth. Real wealth is freedom. You didn't hear me. Real wealth is to be free, to be everything God wants you to be. So in our community as black people, we don't have wealthy people yet. Uh -huh. When you get wealthy, you already have a thing you represent. I don't care what PT can say anything tomorrow morning because they don't sustain me. They can't cancel me. You can't cancel something you did not mark. I marked me by a software. We built this. They didn't build this. We built it because there was a change. God said, from what you learned in your father's house, if you keep using that software, you won't build this. I cast my mind to Calvary where Jesus bled. Wait, you were sleeping on me. It set you free. Effectiveness. It's not your behavior. It's a sinless life. Now when you hear sinless life, you redefine it. You go back to listen to the things you were instructed because that's everyone's target. Unless you feel you have a selfish leader who all they know is just about themselves, then that's fine. But if you can look through a life, you know, today I thought about something. For the last 11 years, I've not had one single sound sleep. One. Not slept well. 11 years. I can sleep but awake because there's always stuff. At least 11 that I can remember. There's always an issue. 11, not one night. I didn't do that because of the law. I did it because of freedom. So nobody can think the result... So if it costs me 2K to sleep a night now in a room, 2K, I think 11 years is deserving of it. 11 straight years that I can't remember a peaceful moment. 11. And still can't, but I'm hoping to. 11 straight years. Forget you wake up when you were walking, you wake up at 6, da, 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 da. at least you sleep, you wake up. When does a pastor sleep? At 3 midnight, things are going left. Everything is kicking off. So imagine the only time you go to sleep is when things have eaten this and you say, I'm just going to sleep. I even ask if it's, I know when I wake up. What can you do? So I'm saying this to family heads too. You don't need to sleep. So imagine till now, I use pill to sleep because the body brain got used to a thing. So it has to be knocked out. And when you use pill to sleep, the sleep is maximum three hours. That's all you can get because it's not natural. It's induced. You can never rest with pills. Never. It's induced. It's a forced sleep. And it's in the same space. You're having another person telling me they are dreaming. So you sleep. So a sleeper 
is the guy that will tell the non-sleeper what is going to... Are you kidding me? How do you sleep? But you see, there's a difference between me and the guy who is not sleeping out of anxiety. It's not anxiety for me. It's freedom. Because freedom gives you more assignments, targets. Everyone's are looking at me tonight and calculating hours of programming you word. It's looking and thinking we have a place. They're looking at it, damn and saying, hey, hey, it's not, there's something she needs to get. It's not gotten it yet. So if they want Dami to get it, what do they do? They speak more to Toby so that I can speak to him because now I've attracted him. I've got his attention. Nobody else has his attention like I do. So you see where our predecessors missed it? When they have Dami's attention, they are just looking for his titan offering. So they are off target now. That's sin. They want to buy a building. That's sin. Because they are looking for his target. Right, right, but I'm looking at Dami and saying, you know what? Dami, basic daily that you spend is 20k. Basic. We're talking about target. Or maybe basic daily that you speak to is 100,000 people. Those who say it's everything about money. It's everything about you because you always hear them. I don't know. They just creep out of a hole occasionally. And they speak and they go back into their holes. You can't look at a man like me. 11 years of walking. In those 11 years I've preached at least. At least 20 hours every week. At least. Some of it 21 days of work, so I can't even calculate how many hours that is. And you think a musician should be richer than me? He just takes some people and says, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we all sing it, and we love it. And he just cries, yeah, 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 and we love it. But he should be a billionaire. And someone reforming life should not have anything. No, man. The more people look at their leaders and pastors like that, the poorer they get. It doesn't affect the pastors, it affects you. Because it means no value. We want to pray tonight. So we've been talking about money, yes, unapologetically. Because all of a sudden, once your focus shifts that way, immortality begins to swallow death. You become lawful, lawlessly. I've not stopped for one day for at least 17 years. But I'll put it 11 so I'm not exaggerating. Not one day stop. Not one break. Not one hour or second of breath. We've always had to meet a target. We've always had to give a certain amount. We've always had to raise certain people. We've always had to feed certain people. We've always had to house certain people. From the day one that I had the God to go live alone, I've always had to house somebody. So as I grew a little bit, I realized I just need a few months of alone at night. Just a few months because I've never known it. When I was growing up in my father's house, I lived in a missionary house. My dad housed people. So when I got a uni, 
and I had a chance to live by myself. I've always housed people. So I've never known one minute, one of a privacy, one. And I should be poor. Like I should just be nothing. No, we've put in time from the place of freedom. You know, you'll sing better. You'll be more effective if you're not afraid of the law of your leader. And what makes you not afraid of the law of your leader? Because you hear their instruction clearly. Whoever is leading you today is made by instructions. That's all. So I learned how not to argue instruction with followers anymore, in court followers, leaders followers. I just don't argue it. Because I know by this time in my walk, everything that would happen in the future is already made. It's done now. When we take certain turns, all those 11 years of work brought us here. When we now take another turn and we're investing in meeting people, buying people, doing stuff, the results will show in another few, three to five years, you will see why. The, the results will just be as powerful as this because this is not the result of that because that's not what we were doing then. Now we've taken a turn now. And we're meeting people from all class of life, all, everything. And God is teaching us now, this is what brought the next result. Like Pio was saying today, we finally clocked it. Spark Nation is pastors of nation, not congregation. Meaning you have nations join you. They will not be your congregation, but they will join you and be affiliated to you and walk by your laws and principle with pastor nation. So as he was describing it, he will be able to say it better. As it, I'll ask him to say it on Sunday. As he was describing it, I said like Great Britain, they pastored the commonwealth of Great Britain are nations associated to Great Britain by their laws, but they are not necessarily Great Britain. Lift up your hands and your heart. I cast my mind to Calvary where I Jesus played. That's right. Thank you. To Calvary. To Calvary where Jesus bled and died for me. Where Jesus bled and died for me. I see his word. I see his word. His hand. And drenching sin, in We're going to be very wealthy, you know. God is going to use every single one of you. I feel like I'm so tempted to declare that a million is our crossover seed, the first seed in January. But I haven't felt it yet. I'm not just going to move because of the amount. Because when God speaks, everything sets. So I've got to be sure it's the one speaking. But you see, the test of that is you. The software. 
How much every detail of your life is according to instruction. It's instruction, Paris. Instruction is this. It's everything. God told Saul, go to that city, destroy everything. The guy kept some, even though it destroyed many. And God said, to obey is better than sacrifice. To hearken is better than the fat of ram. We make sacrifices without obeying instruction. The prophet said, listen, wait till I come and you make the sacrifice. He said, the people were waiting. Saul was a people pleaser, right? He said, the people were waiting and they already wondering what's going on. They were already commenting. You know, they comment on social media and say, do this, do that. Their master is pressing the button to take you off target into sin. There are many good people that are living in sin and they think they are not just because they don't come in fornication. You should rather because you are off target. His body bound with closing the service and drenching tears. They laid him down. In Joseph's tears. On Sunday, I'm going to advance into the law of life. We just had to lay foundation tonight. As we close, listen, if you're not born again, you've not given your life to Christ, even though you think you are, because you've been practicing Christianity for time, you're not. Except you be born of the water and the spirit. That's progressive. That's not immediate. The water is the word. The spirit is instruction. What burns you again is instruction. So you see Jesus interchanging that word, except you be born with water and the Spirit. With him telling the young rich ruler, go sell all you have and give to the poor. He said, with this you will have eternal life. It's an instruction because that's what gets us born again. Not a confession. A confession gets you saved. Instruction gets you born again. I rest my case. His body bound. <laughs>